Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello and welcome to Security and Secure, hosted by Johnny Seifert. This is the podcast where I says okay to not be okay. And if you have the same mantra as me, then before we get to today's guest, please subscribe to Security and Secure whilst you're listening. And at the end of the episode, leave a five-star rating and a review. Now let me tell you about my guest today. (music) 
My guest today you last heard on episode 173 back in December 2022 when it was announced he was taking part in Discoveries Written in the Stars. He did such a good job on the show that he has swapped from making new friends on TV to hanging out with his current friends. Alongside his friends Miles, Yaz and Emily, he's joined Made in Chelsea for their 25th season. And to tell me more, I'm delighted to welcome two seconds ago. He is my favourite TikTok star turned reality star. It's David Templer, who you and I know as Temps. I'm back. You're back. You didn't even give it a break. You're back. No, it's good to be back. Thanks for having me on again. Well, this is exciting because the last time I spoke to you, you went, yeah, I'm not going to do Made in Chelsea. Suddenly, Monday night, E4, nine o'clock, pull it on. Oh, look, that's David. (laughs) Ah, right. How'd that happen? I I genuinely meant it back then as well. I think I've worked so hard and for so long to do my own thing. I I always said that I wouldn't even entertain the idea of Chelsea because I didn't want to be known as Miles' friend or Tristan's friend coming on the show. But I think now... I've done I've done the stuff that I want to do and this is just another another fun thing for me to do and also it's a reality TV show and the reality of it is is I'm Miles's best friend and it makes sense for me to do the show so here we are but like you said you've spent so long creating the brand you know the Templar brand your TikToks what your deals that you do of Hello Fresh and with Ghost etc and you know your Waitress Wednesdays that's very much you and so you've gone from that then you obviously go to it in the Stars and Discovery you're still David Templar but now, like you've just said, you're Mars's best friend. And so everything links back to Mars. And then suddenly you've kind of almost lost your identity rather than gained an identity. Yeah, true. Until you see what happens in this in this season. So I've very much tried to step outside of that Mars's best friend character and become my own person. So I obviously can't give too much away about what's happened this season. I think I had an introduction as Mars's friend, but I think I've very much established myself on Made in Chelsea as my own character now. And obviously everyone who comes in, more or less, have a connection to one of the cast members to begin with. And then obviously it does go away. But those initial first scenes that you do where you're connected to Miles and you have come in as Mars's best friend, was that hard for you to kind of go, well, I am also this person. I have got an identity. I don't want to just be Mars's best friend. Like, Mars is my brother, but it's not actually just me. Yeah, yeah. No, it is really tough. And when you see me just stood there, you... you... When when you're filming these scenes, you have to go out of your way to have an opinion on something. You have to go out of your way to to, to say something in the scene because there's big characters on that show. My first scene was with Yaz, Emily, and Miles, and if you, it would be so easy just to stand there and say nothing. So you have to go out of your way to prove yourself in a friendship group that I've already established myself in. But obviously, the audience needs to get to know me. So the cast know who I am, but. People are watching it thinking, who's this new guy who's just come on out of nowhere? And I think I was a little bit nervous going into that because it's, it's nothing like I've ever done before. The, the Written in the Stars stuff that I did was all fixed rig and you sort of just go about your daily life doing whatever it is, meeting the people. Whereas that is, I don't know, you, you're, you're in a club, there's cameras around you. It's, it's quite nerve wracking. So yeah, I think I was a little bit nervous doing it. I've settled into it now. How did you make that change to settle into it? Well, it is very, very much reality. And even though I know a lot about the show and I've been like privy to what's been going on. It, it is so, so real to the point where sometimes your, your filming schedule changes last minute because something else has happened. So it basically is you going about your day-to-day life, but it's filmed. So has that changed your relationship with Mars? Because obviously you spoke to Mars on the phone every day and yeah. you will speak about a lot of things that now you're on the show, the cameras, the production team will say, save it for the camera, save it for the camera. And you're like, well, hold on a minute. I need to tell Miles that because we're going through this away from the show. We've got our friendship and now you want it on the show. But I need to still tell him this. It can't just be, oh, it's just for the cameras. Yeah, I I think it would be very obvious if you were acting on it. So we've had a conversation with each other. One of the stipulations about me coming on, I was like, look, I, I will only do this if it doesn't affect our friendship. So I know the lines not to cross. I've wind them up, as you've seen in the first first episode. 
I'm there to bring our friendship onto the screen. Nothing more than that. It's, I'm obviously not going to throw my friend under the bus or anything like that. But also, like when you do save stuff for camera, it, like depending on the context of it, we've had some very, very funny moments where it's been so real and it's it's better for ourselves and the audience. Because at the end of the day, we're going to work and you need to make it fun. So if you save stuff for the screen, it, it is a lot better. But when you do that, so like I'm re-watching the original series of Made in Charleston, you've got Jamie and Spencer who did come on and then you get so carried away that certain things you do are more for the camera than real life. How do you make sure you've got that boundary? Do you talk to Mars through these things and go, well, look, let's put this on camera, but also let's just have this as a private conversation? I think we just know, we know, I've been friends with him five years and there's no intention out of me doing the show. Do you know what I mean? So like, I'm not trying to gain anything by doing anything that I wouldn't do in real life two miles. So I think we've just got a very good understanding with each other that that just wouldn't happen. That said, as I said, it is very, very real and there's all sorts of stuff happening constantly. So I'm I'm, I'm finding myself like overthinking stuff and thinking about things and you, yeah, you are constantly, I wouldn't say on edge, but you're very aware of what's happening. Well, that's what I was going to ask. How has that affected your mental health like that? That paranoia of, oh, I don't know if you've done this yet where you do a bumping scene where you get basically, for the, those that are listening that don't know, there'll be certain times, and I can say this, you probably can't say that, but there'll be times that you're told, right, go to this location at this time and someone might walk in there and you don't know who it is and um, just go. Yeah, I think you'd have to be pretty unaware that you'd done something and didn't think there was going to be any repercussions from it. I'd like to think that I was pretty aware of my actions and what I'm doing and who I've been talking to and I'm very direct anyway so it's not as if I've, I'd ever talk about somebody behind their back and it come out that I've said something so from that perspective I don't really need to worry too much famous last words touching wood <laughs> we haven't finished the first season yet so your paranoia is fine your mental health has been fine since filming it's not changed anything for you. no it's good it's good I mean I am a lot lot busier now obviously because I was doing all the social media stuff the PT in uh, working on separate business with Miles and now I've got Chelsea filming on top of that so it it's 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 a lot of work, but I'm enjoying it. It's fun, and I'm. Do you know, I worked in the corporate world for so long, and I got to a point where I wasn't enjoying what I'm doing. Where now I can I can say that I wake up every day and I enjoy everything that I'm doing. So this is just another one of those things that is exciting for me. So how do you make sure you don't burn out? If you're doing your PTing and you're doing your brand deals and you're doing your gym stuff and you're doing Chelsea, that's a long day. Yeah, it is. I, I think both Miles and I have realised the importance of looking after your health, and that's not just looking good, it's about feeling good. So we're ice bathing, infrared saunas. If I feel like I need to catch up on sleep, sleep will be my priority. And But, that, but it is to the detriment of work sometimes, but you just need to make sure that you're looking after yourself. Obviously, even just doing this podcast, being on camera, you need to be 100% all the time, and it, it does take a lot out of you doing it. I didn't realise the extent to how, how tough filming was. Well, last week, Mars spoke about on the Playtime podcast all about those infrared saunas. 40 minutes inside a sauna. He's an animal. We did it yesterday. I lasted, I think, 15 minutes, had to come out for a little half time. He sits in there. It's mad. It is mad. And obviously, he does it with Charlie, yeah. and uh, Charlie Radnich, who was on Love Island. So first question is, are we going to see Charlie come in then? You know, the three musketeers together to replace the Digby, the Julius, the Mars. It's now Miles, David, and... Good question. Uh, I mean... It would make sense, wouldn't it? It's a it's a reality TV show, so who knows what's going to happen. So not a never say never. You can't ever say never, can you? I said I was never going to do it, and now here <laughs> I am sat eating my words saying I'm made in Chelsea now. What do you think it would do if Charlie came on the show as well? Uh, I just think it brings our life to the audience. 
People see what we're doing on social media and stuff. Yeah, it's a reality show at the end of the day. It's funny because people have said to me, oh, I thought this was a show about posh people. And I was like, <laughs> right, how do I take this one? I'm like, no, it's a reality show. It may have originally been about posh people, but it's not anymore. Well, it's, it's reality, isn't it? Mars is friends with me. <laughs> Sorry, I haven't got a posh accent. So but... there's no point having the Playtime podcast because you can just take the snippets from the show and just put that on. <laughs> out, put that yeah. out um, I love the Playtime podcast. I absolutely love it. And obviously Mars has been a guest many times here and I've, I've lo- I love him. How's the conversations between you, him and Charlie changed in the past six months since Playtime came out? Because over the time, it's gone from being very cheeky to being a lot of deep chats. And obviously, if you're putting that on microphone with your friends and you've started to have these conversations away from the microphone, doing it on the microphone must change your whole friendship anyway. So how's it developed since? So first of all, I absolutely love what the boys are doing. As you say, it started off as a playful playtime podcast and it's sort of gone into the more deeper conversations about mental health. I don't think that's changed anything. We were having those conversations just not for an audience on the internet and I, I genuinely I'm, I know they're my best mates but I'm so proud of what they're doing because you should see the DMs that Miles gets he's opening up an audience he's got a, he's got a big female audience but the male audience that he's tapping into now is amazing I know he gets such a good feedback and reward off the back of doing it and he's talking about things that are very relevant you could be going through these situations if no one is talking about it you might think that you're on your own but I just think he's opening up a whole conversation for people to feel okay um, about whatever situation it is that they're going through. I think that's certain, you know, what he went through going over to Toronto to meet a girl, that isn't what everyone says. You know, you don't really open up about things like that. And mm. also what then happens, and I remember I was in Tenerife listening to the episode and I just stopped and like wanted to cry for him mm. because he'd been so vulnerable and he had, you could feel the pain in his voice. And that's the magic of your friendship is that you can have that. You can have that moment. So, you know, you have different friends that bring out different personalities of you. Some people who make you laugh, some people make you cry. You've got such a deep level, the three of you, to be able to get to that level and actually help each other out is amazing. Yeah, it's brilliant. And when I do the podcast with them, it's such a contradiction because we'll go from talking about something absolutely crude and crass to getting into this deep conversation about your emotions and feelings and mental health and stuff like that. And But that is that is our friendship in real life. So it's just good for people to be able to see that on a different platform. 100%. So look, let's come back to you. Let's talk about Written in the Stars and then obviously that gap between that and Made in Chelsea. How did you change a person? What are those, le- those lessons that you took away now you've seen the whole series? That was actually a really tough period for me because obviously, well, I finished that show with a girlfriend and it didn't last too long after that, but you're contracted to not give any spoilers away. So I couldn't talk about anything. So I felt like, I didn't, I didn't feel like I was lying, but my, my social media has been so open for so many years. And then when your contract is not be able to say anything, it just felt like I wasn't giving stuff to the audience. So learning from that is, do I need to use these other programs to leverage what I'm doing if that's really what I'm enjoying? I've got to a point now where I I need a little bit more relevance because the content I'm doing is still getting churned out, but I just want to reach that the bigger audience again. So I I guess that's learnings from how I do my social media and like go on TV and stuff. But learnings from the show... Oh, it's it's a, it's a really interesting one. The, the, Kelly, who I was with on the show, was an amazing person. Um, and it taught me a lot about what I want from a relationship. And obviously the whole thing was about astrology and star signs. I just think there's it's a great basis for building a relationship, but there's so much more that goes into it. And I think it's important not to get caught up in that small bubble that you're in, whether that's Made in Chelsea, whether it's Written in the Stars, whatever it is. You need to look at the bigger picture and take everything everything into whatever it is you're doing so where are you now relationship wise i'm single at the moment good that's yeah. good for made in chelsea yeah, it's very good for made in chelsea how's the dating going on made in chelsea uh i have to wait and find out <laughs> have to wait and see 
But uh, yeah, I mean, the, the first couple of episodes are all about establishing me as a character before anything else happens. So yeah. how are you finding being single? You know, you're 32 years old, you're in your 30s. I get it a lot that I'll suddenly go, oh my God, my life is over. I'm never going to find someone now that I'm over 30 now. How are you doing two years into that journey? Do you know what? I think I've gone the other way and I'm way too comfortable on my own to the point where if somebody does stay over, I'm like, I need my routine in the morning. I want to mm. get up and have my ice bath. So I've probably made it really difficult to let somebody in. But no, it doesn't bother me. Like 32, I, I am getting on a little bit, but I just think the concept of having to do things by a certain age is definitely been thrown out the window for me. Like who, who starts doing Made in Chelsea at 32 years old? Who's a 32-year-old TikToker cooking with their top off? Like you only... I don't really care about what people think about that situation. As I said earlier, I'm having fun. I'm enjoying myself. So I don't feel any pressure. And it helps that the people around me aren't putting pressure on me. I don't have parents that are asking me to get married and have kids and things like that. So I don't know. Well, also goes the other I went on my own holiday last week. For you got a great days. tan. Thank you, mate. Thank you. And I loved it. I loved being in my own company. And it's similar to what you just said. Is I don't know how I would now let someone come in when I had my itinerary. And I loved that I didn't have to wait for anyone to go to the toilet. Yeah. I could go to meals when I wanted to. I took my book with me. I went on my walks. I had my own itinerary, which I followed for myself. And I absolutely loved it. I, don't ima- I can't imagine what it would be like to go on holiday with someone else now. Yeah. Well, it, it sounds so cliche when people... It's, it's like a typical thing when people break up with someone. They're like, I need to love myself or I can love somebody mm. else. Like, I, I genuinely believe it. I love being on my own. I'm very lucky in the fact that I've got a social job now with Chelsea and PT and stuff like that. But I I love being on my own. I, boring people get bored. I just don't get bored on my own. There's always something to do. And also, it stops you having those conversations which you're like, why are we still... You know, if you go on holiday with someone for two weeks or five months and you're like... There was literally nothing new to say. We've yeah. said everything. What we now can say, whereas I can go, I can just enjoy my own company. I can yeah. people watch very happily. No, it's, it's, a good, it's a good position to be in, but a lot of people aren't in that position. So count yourself Well, we love you ourselves. Are. We're going to get the girls, mate, this yeah. year. We'll be double dating <laughs> in Chelsea. Don't, in the Bluebird, save a table. Four of us, we'll go, we'll go, we'll go. Um, so what's the future? What's this year looking at? Obviously, you've got Made in Chelsea. Obviously, you've got the TikTok stuff. What else is going on for you? Uh, so Miles and I have started a business together. We basically looked at what we're doing currently and have found a gap in the market whereby not to put shade on anybody that comes out of Love Island with a big following, but I think a lot of the content that comes out of these people who do have big followings just isn't up to standard. So we've got our own videographer who we're going to get to create content for free for companies. So the company's going to benefit. We're going to benefit because we're going to leverage it for our social media. And then there's a little twist of what we're doing that we're not going to talk about yet, but it's a great opportunity for our audiences to win as well. And we really feel like we've cracked it with how we can win in this social media marketing space. So do you think that's the future? Obviously, TikTok launched in 2020, COVID lockdowns. Yeah. It was all about the dances to begin with. Then obviously food came and then it was the, I, what I eat in a day and get rid of me and whatever. Yeah. Do you think now it's the people who have stayed relevant on TikTok over the years, who've learned their craft and now creating lots of these businesses where we've come away from ad agencies, there's this new version of it, which is a lot younger and a younger mindset rather than having a 50-year-old CEO saying this is what it should look like on TV. Yeah. In fact, Miles and I were having this conversation yesterday. I think the way social media marketing is working at the minute, you'll get approached by a brand and they'll have an idea of what they want you to do, which I think is completely wrong because people follow you for a reason. Mm. If people follow me for the shirtless chef recipes, why would I then need to change my style of content in order to do a brand deal? It's actually how can your brand fit in with what I'm doing? I'm, make, I'm getting these views now, so how can we work that into what we're doing? For instance, I did I did a brand deal with a company called Azar, which is essentially you swipe and it connects you with somebody completely random around the world. And I was showing how you could use that to do a focus group. But what I should really have done is swipe through and said, right, pick a recipe that I'm going to do. It showcases what the what the app can do, but then also it ties it into my content. 
And I, I think that's where it needs to, you need to just stay true to what content you are doing and make that work the other way around. The nice thing about that video is that you didn't do it in the kitchen, you did it on your sofa. Yeah, exactly. It's the first time I think we've seen your sofa because yeah. you with, moved away. With my top on. <laughs> <laughs> I see everything, mate. I see every video you do. Good. I love it. I love it. David Templer, thank you so much. You can watch Made in Chelsea at 9 o'clock on E4 every Monday. And if you love Made in Chelsea, like I obviously do, on Security Scale, we've got episodes of Mars Nazaire, Sam Prince, Sam Thompson, Liv Bentley, Julius Cowdery, Harvey Armstrong, and many, many more. I think more or less most of the Made in Chelsea cast have been on Security Scale because that's it for episode 199. Yes, the 100, 199 episodes are done. The next episode you're going to hear is episode 200 of Securing Scare. Episode 200 has been four years in the making. So thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Securing Scare over the past 199 episodes. If you like what you hear, please on Instagram, on TikTok, on Twitter, on Facebook, please share Securing Scare. Let's get a big buzz going for episode 200, which we'll hear next week. And tag me at Johnny Seifert, at Johnny Seifert 92 on TikTok, at Johnny Seifert on Instagram, at Johnny Seifert on Twitter, and also at Securing Scare Podcast on Instagram is where you can find all the past episodes with a little teaser clip as well. Also, whilst I've got you on iTunes, click the add button and on Spotify, click the add button so that you're subscribing to it and you'll get the episode every single week. And at the bottom on iTunes, leave a five star rating and a review. It's really important. We keep spreading the word as we go into episode 200. It's okay to not be okay. I'm Johnny Seifert. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, thank you and goodbye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.